millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're not creative enough. We're not positive enough. It's coming home. It's coming Set long by through towards the edge of the area. England try to defend it. Toon sends it forward. Russo yeah! runs over the halfway line and they have done it. England, the European champions, for the first time in their history, the Lioness Fairy Tale has its perfect ending, and let that magic soak your spine. Serena Beekman roars, her side have just smashed through the glass ceiling to be the first England senior team to win a major trophy since the men's team won the World Cup in 66. So here we are then, we're straight uh, into it, the Game Day podcast, unbelievable, I can't believe what we've just witnessed, we are celebrating, we've been hugging, we've been kissing, we've been exchanging bodily fluids for the last 25 minutes or so, we've in fact probably not only with each other but with everybody around as well, it's been absolutely remarkable, unconfined joy, Leanne Sanderson you've got to go first right, you've got to tell us what it felt like when Chloe Kelly scored that goal and ran away, ripping off her shirt, <laughs> down the touchline, embracing everyone on the bench. Uh, it was the most amazing feeling, but I still felt like I was able to keep my emotions inside of me because there was still some time left. But there was a moment when the final whistle happened when Adrian came to me and I just got overwhelmed with emotion. Like, I'm a bit of an emotional person anyway. I'm quite a sensitive person, but it was just a feeling. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was just a feeling that you can't, you know, and Adrian was talking to me and all of a sudden I just started crying, but I was so happy. Because it's like a mo moments like this, you just, it, it, in every capacity, the fans, everything, the feeling, the amount of like pressure that's on the Lionesses, and yeah. they did it. Finally, since 1966, the first major trophy. Like, how amazing is this? And it is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. What's more amazing is, is that it's extra time against Germany with an unchanged team in front of a record crowd on home soil, European champions, first time major tournament for the Lionesses, first major tournament for a senior team since, as Leanne says, 66. What's amazing about it was, it was such a tense game. Two really good teams. So whenever they've had anything thrown in front of them across the tournament, they've risen to the challenge. Yeah, they have. Listen, it was a great opportunity for the Lionesses and they've gone and taken it and, and fair play to them. Celebrating with every single one of them, they deserve everything that's coming their way. They've given us glorious moments through the tournament. They've given us glorious moment here at Wembley as well. With the goal, that image of Chloe Kelly running away and she's so happy. Look at her face, she's so happy but wheeling her shirt around, that's an iconic image. 
now. And that's going to be an inspirational image for a lot of young girls growing up who want to be professional footballers. There will be more coaching. The legacy is going to go on. I'm sure we'll talk about that shortly. But for me, I couldn't really celebrate Chloe Kelly's goal. And I'll tell you why. Because the referee was so bad, I was convinced she was going to find a <laughs> reason to rule it out. Yeah. So I didn't celebrate them. But on full time, as you were wrapping up the commentary, uh, Sam, on TalkSport, I actually I, I started to cry. It just sunk in what had happened. And something I never thought would happen in my lifetime, seeing England win a major trophy at football, I, I never thought it would happen. And I want to thank every single Lioness for making that happen, and Serena and her staff as yeah, well. Brilliant. I, I mean, what they're still out there now in the confetti. And that's what I was going to say. You know, what time is it now here? It's, uh, it's 8.32. The game finished, what, an hour ago? Yeah. They're still out there. They're still milking it. And do you know what they should? They should milk it for as long as they want. They've been doing snow angels in the confetti away to Someone's got a bucket side. hat on. Ella Toon's got a bucket hat on, unless you're Russo's Ellen got a flag White, around there. I think shaking the hands of every single person that was in Wembley this afternoon. I would do the same. You've got to milk it. Yeah, you You've got to make to. the most this of it. Soak this it up. is an iconic yeah. moment. It's a, it's, it's a game-changing moment for the women's game. But the game itself was not... Was not, they didn't have it all their own way. I mean, they were getting punished by the referee for stupid stuff. That first half, the referee... I mean, look, the referee's a Ukrainian referee and um, she has taken charge of the Women's Champions League final before. She's taken charge of men's games, actually, in yeah. uh, the Nations League. So she's not an inexperienced referee, but the occasion seemed to get to her today. And I think that... That, that, that had the potential to disrupt the match. Actually, in the second half, I sort of noticed she backed off a little bit. Although there was lots of stoppages, she wasn't as quick to brandish the cards. And that maybe stopped anything silly from happening. I think the ref looked a bit out of her depth today. I think some of the decisions she made, not just with the yellow cards, like they were obvious decisions with, with regards to throws. You know, she gave the throw to England when it was a definite Germany throw. And I think personally, right, obviously I'm a woman, and I love everything about equality, but I don't see why men can't referee at these games. Mm. I really don't. Like, I don't get why the men. I don't understand why can't Stephanie Frappart, who was the fourth official, wasn't refereeing it. Right, yeah, right. She's she's but I still think that yeah, why can't men referee at these games as well? I agree with you. I don't you. I really understand. Totally. I think everybody should be able to referee. Like, I don't think it matters male, female. I just think everybody should be able to. But right? I, th I don't want to focus on the referee, but some no. of her decisions were in inexplicable, and it wasn't necessarily against England. Some of them were, but there was, an bad. there was an inconsistency about it. I'm just seeing, uh, I think it's Leslie Russo and Ella Toon have just come over speaking to a load of England fans yeah. who are Ellen still White's here. Ellen White's here as well, yeah. yeah. And Jill Scott. Yeah. Wonderful. Lots, Wonderful. Of, lots of experience there between, I mean, Jill Scott, 10th major tournament, Wonderful record as a lioness. Maybe this will be her last act as a lioness. But what a way to go out if that is the case. Maybe the same for Ellen White as well. Certainly. I, I think I would if yeah. I was there. I, mean, I would. But in terms of the game, Sam, I, I think that England showed a lot of quali different qualities throughout the tournament. Some sheer brilliance against uh, Norway, for example. Amazing goals against Sweden. Amazing goals against Northern Ireland as well. They dug deep against Spain when we all thought they might be heading out. And they had to ride a storm here. At times, Germany were excellent. Yep. The referees seemed to be against England at some times. They had to deal with that as well. Georgia Stanway was on a yellow card early on. There was lots of things they had to deal with, and they and did. And England weren't the favourites coming into this tournament. Like A lot of people didn't really get on board with the Lionesses until during the group stages, realistically. Well, until right? they smashed yeah. uh, Norway. Exactly. And eight. I think a lot of people going, oh, Leanne, the girls are going to beat anyone in front of them. When they play Germany, they win 4 mm. or 5 nil. No, 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 no. This Germany team like were always going to be a top, top team. Even without Alexandra Pop, which must have disrupted their preparations because she was injured in the warm-ups. She didn't line up. She went into the team photo. That was the weirdest thing. Can we talk about that for really a second? She went into a photo. I've known players to get injured in warm-ups and yeah. then it's up out. But to take the photo and then go out, I think that's quite strange. Can I make a point? I mean, we, we, this may emerge over the next uh, few hours and by the time people listen to this podcast, they might realise, did she get injured taking the photo? 
<laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he she, may be. She, she had a muscle injury jumping up from the phone. Yeah, no, exactly, so yeah. Because you might be so pumped I up and ready to go. I think it It was seven minutes two, I think it emerged. The first reports go out. We obviously... I thought there the was a problem on the screen. We didn't know. When they said Sherlock was playing, yeah. I thought there'd been like some kind of like Switch, technical yeah. error. Uh, but anyway, it, th obviously they had to overcome that. They did quite well. But England managed to get themselves in front after Beth Mead had been replaced. Now, Beth Mead's come off the pitch and uh, they've changed things up. Obviously, already Ella Toon had come on for Fran Kirby, who hadn't quite got into the game enough. She finds a pocket of space, gets in between the two centre-backs, speeds away. She scores the opener. Now, I must admit, even when that goal went in, I looked up at the clock and I thought, it's too long to go. It's not over yet. Because you know what Germany are like. You know that they've got the powers of recovery. And they've shown that even in this tournament when they've been pegged back by France, when it went to 1-1 in that game that we were at Milton Keynes, you know they're coming at you. But England then still came back from that. But uh, we just must take a moment to acknowledge the quality of England's first goal because Kira Walsh's pass, yes. and it is a pass, it's not a punt up field. It's oh, no. a, she looks up and it's a pass, is absolutely perfect, completely disorganises the Germans. And what a finish. And Ella Toon wow. had the to nouns to be final. able to do that. She had the composure because it was on. I mean, Frums, we saw towards the end of the game, she kicked the ball when she could have just picked it up. That was she weird. did some really strange things during this tournament. Strange. Punching the ball when she can catch it. But Ella Toon came on into the game, as you mentioned, Frank Kirby. Didn't have her best game today, but she's Listen, done a brilliant tournament. Listen, you both have to go Frank Kirby. Do you want to stop no, right no, now? No, 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 no. Don't worry. But she's she's going to get a lot of attention during this podcast. Don't you worry, Adrian. She has... Not played really at all this year for Chelsea. And the fact she's been able to play in all of these games know, and not look unfit is unbelievable. And the thing is, when you start the game, they are the starters. We know that they make the subs because yeah, the game then changes the game, come on. Yep, and the players of Germany and get that's tired. that's been the modus operandi for Serena Wiegmann throughout the whole thing. They've managed to change the games. They've been able to alter matches by bringing on substitutes. The substitutes played their part again today. So both the substitutes, Toon and, and Kelly are the goal scorers. So Serena Wiegmann has orchestrated a comeback and a change in a match once more and she has to be credited I mean the fact I mean we've got to pay tribute to this woman who has coached two separate nations to back to back two European two nations that are not victories. the best teams that's what's ironic the Netherlands became like household names Lika Martins became the best player in the world Shanice van der Sanden went on to play for you know Wolfsburg and she made them teams. the best team she did. in Europe she did and she has to take a lot of credit because I think at times when I played for England we never had a plan B or a plan C and I think the best managers and the best coaches in the world know how to make in-game decisions now we all knew that Alessia Russo and Ella Toon were going to come on but the timing of when they're coming into the game and she's quite stubborn hasn't she I just said against Northern Ireland she was going to make subs change the team Rachel Daly should have probably sat out against Sweden she played her and she was one of the best players Rachel Daly so you know I feel for Alex Greenwood she won't care about that now, but I was expecting Alex Greenwood to play a lot more. But at the end of the day, no one really cares how many minutes, who plays what. They are gold medalists. That's what it comes down to. All of them. Hannah Hampton didn't play a minute. There's other players that haven't played at all. But who cares? You're part of a squad that's done something no one's ever done before. OK, let's get some reaction. Faker Others has uh, nearly knocked herself out celebrating. <laughs> she's got a massive bruise on her head because she was so excited at the full-time whistle. Uh, but she's been uh, mopping up some of the key protagonists. I said to my family, the one moment I've been to Wembley and it's been brilliant is the Bobby Zamora moment with QPR. And I said to my family this morning, imagine we get a Bobby Zamora moment and it's me. And now I'm thinking of it, unbelievable. <laughs> it's nice to be able to sing the song properly and it actually be coming home. Uh, and yeah, quite ironic that 56 years ago, women weren't even playing football, they were banned in England, which a lot obviously that kind of history has come back up. We knew the history going into the game. I think it's something that we put to the side but now the game's done and dusted we've just beat Germany in, the, in Wembley in the European final uh, for the first time ever uh, the first English team to do it and just yeah when like like you said 
56 years ago was the last time England won anything and women weren't even playing then. I, d I don't really have the words, I don't think at this point, I've not even taken a minute to, to sort of reflect. I've tried to soak it in as much as possible, stay out on the pitch as long as possible because I really, for me personally, I really didn't think this, the, these moments were ever going to happen for me. You know, I feel like I've been in some really dark, 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 dark places over the last few years. And I'm just so, so glad that I managed to, to get out of it, keep going. I don't really know how. Um, and, and, and now I'm at this point. It's been the most amazing summer. It's been the most incredible year. I, I, don't, I honestly don't have the words. It means everything. And we can't ever forget the people who've worn this shirt before us and everyone who's put us in this place that we're in right now. And, and we've carried on inspiring the next generation. That's what we set out to do. And yeah, I'm jealous of all those little girls coming through now and, and what, what they're going to have. And oh, honestly, just... It's unbelievable and we're so, so proud um, that we've been able to do this. I know, it's incredible, isn't it? I believe that we could do it every single second that I've been here and before the tournament. We came into it as hosts, as favourites. We've dealt with it the whole way through. We've loved every single second and now that history is forever. We've just written our names, immortalised everybody. Well, it's lovely to hear from the Lionesses and it's great to be here so long after the end of the game and yet still the party continues. This is the thing I love about women's football. I remember going to games years and years ago and sitting in the best Scott Stadium when uh, there was an international and at the end the girls come up into the, 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 the stands and start signing autographs and we're at Wembley after a Euros final and they're still doing it. You mean but like when you were in Moncton it. in Canada in 2015 yeah. <laughs> when there was only one coffee shop your, and every team your went Your favourite place in the world. Oh, we loved it there. Thankfully we won and we got to go to Vancouver. But yeah. <laughs> um, but, and now Alessia Russo has got the trophy in her hand as she's taking those selfies. With sunglasses on, with Elaton in a bucket hat. <laughs> and she's signing those autographs. So, yeah, the connection between the fans is just so important that they retain that. And they've done so well to do that. I'm so pleased that they came over and just um, got involved there. And they're all wearing flags as well now. Th those two are best friends, too. Yeah, of course they are. And they, you know, they, they've got a great connection at Manchester United. And they had a great connection on the pitch here as well. You know, that, it makes a difference. That was evident over the course of the, uh, the, the tournament. Can we have um, a special mention to the guys cleaning up the confetti? Because I feel like they're going to be out there for quite some yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> when's when's this? What's going to last they're blowing The legacy of the women's game or that confetti? <laughs> That there's an England international coming up here soon, a men's international, so they're going to yeah. have to get it done before then. Um, let's talk a lot about the, uh, the legacy because we've spoken so much about how, the opportunity. And do you know what? Actually, in the end, this tournament was not about legacy as much. It was about winning. It was winning first. And what it does afterwards is an extra added bonus point. But this is going to... I mean, I'm hoping this, this is going to change the game, right? Because this is the first time an England senior team has won a major tournament since 1966 it's 2022 the girls are 22 are going to be the inspiration for an entire generation of young girls growing up yeah definitely and, and young boys you know my boys are wearing Lionesses shirts today watching this game yeah and I think as well like people have to realise it was only four years ago Manchester United women had a team mm. they brought it into here Real Madrid finally got a women's team you know and I think a lot of the teams now are realising that they need a women's team and I think it's great it wasn't long ago there wasn't teams around the competition is better I want to see more investment in the WSL 2, WSL 1, there's a big four in there. There's still teams in there that need more investment and money. And that's the reality. So hopefully now people can see women's football has to be taken seriously. They can make revenue. There are sponsorships. They could have sold this out three times over today. Yep. They really could have. And it's exactly where the game is. I've never known there to be such a hot ticket. I genuinely haven't. Like, and I've, we have the luxury of going to games, you know, being able to get tickets and things like that. But I've never known 
so many people ask me for a ticket for a game because everybody wanted to be here. Yeah, I agree. I've had so many people ask me for a ticket. At a, at a more grassroots and, and a junior level, Sam, I think that it changes the conversation. So you imagine now if a, if a school segregates boys from girls and the girls have to play netball and the boys play football. Can you imagine a girl sticking around up and saying, no, I want to play football? What kind of teacher you turns around turn and says down. no? You that conversation is completely changed well, now. Which on the is opening day of the tournament, I was at Hotel Football, and um, I did the breakfast show with uh, Laura and with Gabby. And the young girl turned up with her dad, and she goes to a school in Manchester, private school in Manchester. She came in and she said to me, "Was we were waiting to go on?" She said, "I asked if I could play football." And the school teacher said, no, you're not allowed to. You've got to go and play with the girls and play netball. Ridiculous. Now, can you imagine now, that was only six week, uh, four weeks ago, could you imagine that same conversation now ever taking place? It's a major news story if a school you, says to you, a girl, you, you can't, can't play football. It's amazing that. that that still you actually happens that. in 2022. And look, you know, hopefully now that that will all change and there'll be clubs springing up everywhere and it will be a legacy. But you've got to invest in it as well. You can't just go, all right, we've had a great tournament. There's got to be investment in making girls' teams accessible to everybody, making it making their central hub so that people can register their interest and then how teams can sort of organically grow. That's also important. And you don't want to rush it and go over the top and try and feed something that isn't there. You've got to organically build it and bring it through and make it a product that everybody wants to watch. I've really got to congratulate Sky. Sky investing in the WSL has made a massive, massive difference. Us and our bosses who put the WSL on the radio, brilliant. What a great decision. You know, I went to the Euros in 2017. I was doing commentaries off Tube in Staines with Emma Hayes in like some back end of beyond for some channel that you couldn't watch. <laughs> now you're, we're doing it on site. We're in the stadiums. So we had 2019 at the World Cup. We were in the uh, in Lyon. We were doing those games. Now we've been every game for this tournament. We've got to keep going. And it's visibility, Sam. I've always said if you advertise something, the people, the people will come. And I think in previous years, people just didn't want to make that investment because they didn't see much coming back. And look at the quality that we saw tonight. Mm. The quality. And, and that's because they're fully pro now, Sam, as well. Unbelievable tonight. You know, Top-level football. And it wasn't even England's best performance. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We've seen some great goals. But I, I want to point out as well, Mary Earps, I think, has had a brilliant tournament for uh, England. The defense, Mary Queen of Stops. Mary Queen of Stops. <laughs> you got to get that T-shirt. you got to get that trademark, Sam. Even she loves the nickname. But... You know, I think the goalkeeping in this tournament generally is, has been of a level that might have surprised a, a few who, you know, don't watch women's football regularly. I think they might have come into the tournament thinking, yeah, but women's football, the goalkeeping's rubbish. And that, you might have been able to say that. I think that's when people don't have a question ago. to ask me. Yeah, exactly. They usually ask about the goalkeepers. Yeah. But I, I think a few people, maybe even people we know, have been proved wrong during this tournament because the quality of the goals has been good. Some incredible passing. Look at Kira Walsh and, oh. and how she played in central mid. I love Kira Walsh. Mary Queen of Stops was absolutely I brilliant. love them all. Yeah, <laughs> we love you all. But unless you Rousseau's back heel, honestly, well, oh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, oh. Leah yesterday, right, okay, when she was doing the, the press conference, I looked at her and I just thought, you're 25. This is the first time you've really played in a major tournament. First time really played for England properly, like, <laughs> realistically. You're the captain of the club. You've been on billboards everywhere. You're a Gucci model now. <laughs> Your life has changed completely. And then you've got the ability to stand there and speak so uh, prophetically about equality, about women's sport, about England, about the game. I just thought, you are amazing, aren't you? And then I looked at the stats today. The best passing rate. She hasn't made a tackle in the tournament because she hasn't needed to make a tackle in the tournament because she's read the game. She's intercepted at the right times. She has been quietly brilliant. And once or twice, she's made the odd mistake. And then she's apologised for it and got away with it or recovered. But 
She has been brilliant at this tournament and no one's talking about her. No one really talks about Millie Bright, but she's been fantastic yeah. as well. England considered two goals in the whole tournament. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. There's just so many great characters in that team as well. Brilliant people. And it, it, that's, that's a major facet that we, we must celebrate. But I think the thing about Leah Williamson talking so well at that press conference about equality... I think the, that is something that will register with a lot of people, a lot of young girls. It will register with a lot of, of young men as well. I think it's such an important thing that a leader, and she's the one of the chief representatives of this England team, mm. for her to speak so well, it's so important. And maybe that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why Serena chose her as captain. You need a good leader who can speak well. I think as well for me, one of the major talking points has been obviously not many players of colour during this tournament. Mm. And that's something that I want to highlight because I think the fact that it's been highlighted, hopefully things will start to change mm. in many different aspects because this is something I've been speaking about for two or three years, you know, based upon... Um, that there's nobody. You know, Demi Stokes, Jess Carter, Nikita okay. Paris, in my team, we had loads. Mm. So therefore, that shouldn't be a topic of conversation. But now that it is, I hopefully, in the next four to five years, it won't happen overnight, players can start to see things and start believing. What worried me about that, we had the, we had the conversation during the tournament and then the conversation is ongoing. What worried me about it was so few people understood it it's they, they see the, the they didn't realize the genesis the, of it yeah the discussion about racism they, they can't get deep with it i've, I've experienced this before mm -hmm. they can't get beyond are you calling me a racist it's just so it's so frustrating but hopefully because that conversation was had and some really interesting things were said by you and anita santi hopefully more people will have understood it but i think the fact that england have won here and i, I think that that will open so many doors for so many people Let's see whether it does bear fruit in terms of Let, that debate. Let's hope it widens the talent pool. Yeah. You know, let's, let's hope it widens the talent pool. And the more people that we can get playing football in the first place, the better the talent pool is. The better the coaching is now. You've already seen that. You know, the, there's no, the FA deserve a hell of a lot of credit for the level of coaching that has gone into both men's and women's football over the last 10 years. And they've recruited Serena Wiegman. You know, their recruitment in yeah, previous years hasn't been hasn't great, been you know, in the men's game as well yeah. and the women's game. And look, look what they've done. You know, you've got to back-to-back -back European Championship final. They've got to back-to-back -back World Cup semi-finals. You know, this is absolutely amazing. Almost as amazing as the fact that we're going to get kicked out here because there's a geezer <laughs> walking through doing the sweep after the show. This is how late we are at Wembley. Um, we, we don't want to go home. We, we don't want to go home. So let's go down to the touchline again because Faker Others has got the uh, the head coach, the winning head coach, Serena Viegman. Serena, congratulations. I got a fist bump from you earlier as you walked in to the tunnel. You're a European champion again. How does that feel? Yeah, it's unreal, incredible. And I think I need a couple of days to realize what's happened. Yeah, do you know what? We talked in the Spain game about all your emotion coming out, but the minute that final whistle went, I saw you go absolutely crazy again. Does it feel as if an enormous weight has almost been lifted? Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't weight lifted. It's, you know, when you go into that final, you really want to win. And again, it was such a tight game. It could go both ways again. And that, that, those are the best games. The level of the game has grown so much over the last years. And that's what you could see. And, and Germany is so tough. Great, uh, great team, great team spirit, very physical. So it was hard for us to play a possession game that we want. Um, but then having such a hard time, like we were really tired. They were really tired. And then we do score that goal and we keep the score, we manage the game, and then you win it and you think, wow, what's happening here? 
So yes, of course we're going crazy. It's finished now. We can party. I know, and I'm stopping you from partying, and I'm so yeah. sorry for that. No worries. But let's just talk about the game itself because we rode so many waves of emotion as we as we have done throughout this tournament. But what was it like from your point of view? Yeah, this game was really tight again. Uh, like, like it was a little bit like the game Spain. That was a different game, but really tight too, and it could go both ways. And and Germany, <coughs> they're so physical, so so well organized. They're very good, and they they wouldn't let us come in our football rhythm, and so that made it hard for us. But yes, at the end we won it, um, and it was really tough. And even in extra time, it could go both sides. But this team is so so eager to win, and they they really wanted to win too. You could tell that. They did everything, but just, yeah, we took it away. They were just incredible. They've been back and forward celebrating. Alessia Russo's just gone off behind you. And <laughs> yeah. Super Sub's doing it again yeah. because Chloe Kelly and Ella Toon with the goals. We've talked yeah. about these players, but how do you describe what they have done for this England side? I would say this is all quality. It's quality, eagerness, uh, teamwork. And everyone knows when you come on the pitch, they're really ready to go. They know what the task is and they make an impact on the game. Every substitute has done that throughout this tournament. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Serena Wiegmann, who, um, you know, can you get knighted? Can you get knighted if you're, if you're Dutch and you live in this country? Does she even live in this country? She doesn't. She lives in a hotel. I was thinking she? that. Either way, but, doesn't matter. But Just, we have know, to talk about the fact that Prince William was hugging yeah. and embracing all of the lionesses. Well, what's the weirdest thing that's happened today? Prince William hugging people or Serena Wiegmann dancing with Chloe Kelly at the oh. end? Which yeah, both were equally like a bit out there. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, because we're always taught to never, you know, when you meet. I went met William with the players before, and we have to like. Oh, they told me not to take a selfie. No, they were like before they, they briefed me. So like, they're like, just going to pick that not. name up. No, they're like, do the not <laughs> whatever you do, do not take a selfie. And I said to him, but the U.S. Women's National Team met Barack Obama, and they took a selfie with him. It looks good, better than us all standing there in our tracksuits buttoned up. And then I just didn't. I just. <laughs> 
bowed. Did not do as you told. Of course I did as I'm told. The weirdest thing that's happened today is England have won a major tournament. Fantastic. It's all going off. And can we just talk about the atmosphere as well? And I I think we've we've touched on this previously, but I was walking today through Box Park. I was walking through the fan zones. I went down Olympic Way. I've been here since 11 o'clock this morning. I lived here during last Euros, and <laughs> I was here for the whole thing. Uh, uh, and obviously, England played all their home games here. Now, at 11 o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock, it was not a very nice place to be. Not somewhere I'd like to bring my two kids to, my, or my older girl either, because it was just not a, a very inviting environment. The whole of this tournament has been played out in a very positive festival-like atmosphere which has made you feel as if you could quite happily bring your five-year-old and lots of people have now i don't know what the influence is there i think a greater amount of women calms down a lot of men and i think a lot of the fact that you brought kids with you men have brought a lot of kids with them as well tempers the enthusiasm to go over the top that may be the non-drinking zone outside the stadium i don't know but that hasn't always been the case throughout the rest of the group game. So I'm not sure that that is the reason. I actually just think that the presence of a more diverse crowd, an equal crowd, actually makes it a more pleasant atmosphere. Definitely. Talking of equal, could we get some more toilets for the next tournament? Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom. Now we're finally done, I can go to the bathroom at some point because the women's toilets are what, so though? long. And People you lot just go in. This. But you just, you two just go whenever you <laughs> want to go, yeah, in and out, what blah, blah, blah. What happened in the second half when you went off during uh, the second half? Because I knew Beth Mead was down. I knew I had a chance. One minute before yeah. England scored. Yes, Literally, I know. you got back into your seat. I was talking to Faye, we yeah. came back, I did the goal and you sat down just before I she know, put the ball I know, but it's not right though. I'm like, I have to like, my stomach's hurting me. <laughs> you nearly missed another goal. <laughs> she arrived at just the right time. Yeah. Like, like when she was so playing. Striker, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But I, I think you're right. I mean, uh, listen, it, people might think it's a crass thing to say, but in my experience, my lifetime, um, women make men better. I saw a picture from... Wigan Preston in the championship. Oh, I saw it. You saw it. It's, I've it's seen the video. It's in the video. It's just disgusting. There's a God guy. The picture I saw. There's a guy wearing. I think he's got shorts on, and there's basically a map of Africa around his his groin because he's just standing there and he's proud of the fact that he's wet himself. And I'm thinking, are you absolutely sure? If your mum was there, if you oh, if you have got a wife, it. if she was, it was the most disgusting thing I think I've ever seen. Now I can't imagine anything like this here. But we were at the um, Community Shield, uh, Leicester, and there were smoke bombs thrown on the pitch. I mean, Liverpool fans are meant to be the best fans in the country and the atmosphere is sensational and they are as far as, I, as I've seen why do they need to throw smoke onto the pitch or light flares that's only come within the last two years as really well would. I don't really but understand that also it. felt like something like a bit of uh, a reaction to the fact that everybody had asked them not to do that yeah, yeah, yeah there was possibly. a big statement in the week saying yeah, you know, there, there, there's a rebelliousness to there, it but Man City fans were singing yeah. some terrible songs about yeah, Liverpool fans they as well. were but I haven't seen that. All the games I've been in the, in this tournament and all the women's games I've been before, never seen anything but a joyous atmosphere, a family ha- atmosphere and a happy atmosphere. And I've really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. England played Germany. Did you hear 10 German bombers? No. Did you see any booing of the national anthem? Not at all. No. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. That's it was wonderful. And, and We're being kicked out, by the way. Are we? We're being no, I think that's my, I think we went to school together. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, we did. We went to school together. Oh, did you? Do you want to yeah. come up and have a picture? <laughs> come up now. Come on. We're on air, but come How on. You come up. She's coming. Yeah, yeah, we should. Magical. We should. So th- you but went this to school. Is, one of th- is this one of the ones from science class? That's the question <laughs> I mentioned. Yeah, no. I said we went to secondary school together. I said she never went to science class. Yeah, I did go to science class. You did? Did you go to science class? No. Oh, she's shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's your, what, what's your name? Could you just tell us? Zoe. Zoe. Yeah. What do you think of the game? Brilliant. Hey. I'm glad I worked here. <laughs> yeah. But we did go to school together. Where did you go to school together? You go on. Can you it's not called that anymore. 
Yes, All right. Kate Park. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> was, she, was, she, was, she, was she good in school? Did she bring you sweets? She bought us sweets. I was yeah? actually following in her footsteps, to be honest. All right, okay. Were you a footballer as well? No. No one in our school was. Okay, well, well Leanne was, obviously. Okay, well, it exists now, and hopefully it will exist for girls in the future, that's for sure. You're right. You two have your moment, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, we've got to quickly just exchange a little bit of... Uh, oh, you can give it those headphones. Oh, Before, bye, bye. Hold on, no, you're not going yet, because we've got to, we've got to talk about his tattoo. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. His tattoo. Put your headphones back on. Oh, can, can you hold on for two minutes? Two, two seconds, because Adrian Durham, who is a very well-respected, wonderful journalist, <laughs> brilliant presenter, has said, if England win the Euros that you would get a Fran Kirby tattoo. Now, where are you going to get it? Okay, uh, am I allowed to say... Uh, no, I'm going to get it on my... Uh, on my I'm, <laughs> on I'm, your... Uh, 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 think about uh, it. Where uh, is it going? On my right ankle. On your I right think, ankle. Yeah. You I'm, better I'm, ask your missus. I am, no, no, she's, already, she's actually... And this is no word of a lie. She's already she sent drawn me, it. She sent me pictures of ideas for oh, the tattoo. Good. Are you getting her like face it. or the name? Um, the, I think the name has got to yeah, be on the there. Name. Yeah, the name, yeah. definitely. Maybe yeah. in like a different language, so maybe some... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I don't mind. I don't, obvious. I don't mind at all. And, and uh, the T-shirt I've got of Fran Kirby, it's just got... Her hair with the ponytail, and I think that's quite a good. I might yeah, try I and incorporate should, that. I think you should try and do that because you wear that a lot. A lioness, maybe, possibly. Yeah, everybody likes that. Yeah. Everybody okay. likes that. All right. So. Well, it's got to have I'm Kirby gonna, on it. Are you going to film it, Sam? <laughs> Damn right, I am. <laughs> I'm not missing that. Can we get a sponsor? Listen, yeah, we probably, probably could. Yeah, you probably <laughs> someone, someone will do it for free, Adrian. Cheapskate. Um, right. Listen, I've had a great time working with you, Leanne. You've been brilliant for us, and Adrian, fantastic. We've had great company it's been I a good love time you we've, both so much. we've had Me such too. a good time Faye's been brilliant Deck, oh. James Angelina Maya all the people that have worked with us over the course of the last couple of weeks so thank you very much for that look it's it's been so good so good so good <laughs> so we should leave you with the highlights of the game which probably you'll hear quite a lot over the next few years at the venue of legends it's time to put a few new names on that list Let's hope they are these names. Long ball forward, looking for two. And two, and he's in behind here as she's running through the middle of the pitch. She's one on one with a goalkeeper. She's scored to over and scored a wonderful European Championship final goal at Wembley for England. It's on to Basmut. Low cross for goal. It's 1 1. You can never write off Germany. A terrific move down the right-hand side, and England have conceded for only the second time at the tournament. Can England conjure up a chance here? It's Lauren Hemp's delivery into the box. It's a deep one. Millie Bright rises, so does Bronze. It falls to Kelly inside the box, and she pokes it home off the goalkeeper. And in, she runs away in celebration. An England lead in extra time in the European Championship final. What a finish in the end. Absolutely fantastic absolutely brilliant and I've said it before the subs have been brilliant during this tournament England try to defend it Toon sends it forward Russo yeah! runs over the halfway line and they have done it England the European champions for the first time in their history the Lioness fairy tale has its perfect ending it's looking like it